and welcome to another episode of Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. Hi. How are you, Flapjack? I'm doing okay. You know, I am on the mend from some illness that I was battling all of the last week. Oh, no. I know. It, it was rough. I had a horrible, horrible hemorrhoid show up once <laughs> again. It, it reared its ugly head. Um, and then it I, reared it its did ugly head. <laughs> rear its ugly head. And then I got a nasty toe fungus. And then I had pus start squirting from my eyeball every single time my heart beat. And then I fell down. And then my cat. And you couldn't get back up. I couldn't get back up. Then my, Sounds like you need life alert. I do need life alert because then my cat got fleas and he pissed in my car. Fawn, what is my life right now? It's in shambles. It's better than it's ever been, but also in shambles. Can you relate to that at all? Fully. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> that was actually me like yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. You had all that happen to you in one day? Uh, yeah. Well, you look In great. about a 30-minute window. Oh. <laughs> Not a 30-minute window. Were you in like a drive-thru? Yeah. I was at was Domino's. Domino's has a drive-thru? Yeah. I drove through the building. Oh, yeah. Well, I can see how that would have turned your day to shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well, how are you doing, Fawn? Enough about my lamentations. I'm all right. I'm exhausted from a chaotic weekend. Yeah. But it wasn't a terrible weekend by any means. It was just... What'd you have going on? Chaotic. Um. So, Saturday was our first... Ever Karis Drag Brunch All-Stars Huntsville Edition Ooh. at Stand Up Live. We love a little branch out. The, yeah. the franchise is branching. It's spreading its little tentacles. And just, ooh, it's hentai all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That's why they call it hentai Alabama. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Yeah, well. <laughs> so the Magic City invaded the Rocket City. It so did. It did. Um, we like a little <laughs> penetrate in other places. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, the venue is completely different than Stardom. Yeah, I saw some pics and so I was like, I, I wonder yeah, what it that was, adjustment was like. I had I didn't look up the venue ahead of time. Apparently everybody else did and I'm <laughs> just unprofessional. Um so I like kind of went in blind. Do you My, normally look up your venues before you go perform? Not really. Unless really? I like see pictures of them on You like, are a maniac. How do you like choose numbers? Like I, I, I don't know. I have to look and get at least some idea. I like, I don't know. It's what I'm feeling. <laughs> Just show up and do. And like, it. also like part of me when I go to new venues, I, a lot of times will prepare stuff that is kind of quintessential fond stuff mm. um, that I know I can translate regardless of what the venue is. Yeah. And that are things that will be well received. And I bring, Yeah. So it's rare that I'm going to be like trying out something brand new at a That's venue fair. that I've never been at. I've got I've got some I call uh, I have a few numbers that I call flapjacks greatest hits. And yeah. so if I'm going somewhere like brand new, I've never been before, I'll pretty much always take those. Yeah. And those are almost always like I think all of them except for one are good for any type of venue. Yeah. Um, but like same like I had a gig a couple of weekends ago where I thought I was going to be performing inside. But I and I brought a gown to perform and it, we ended up being outside and i was like oh no my beautiful 50 dollar gown that some poor child made in a sweatshop probably <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah like bohemian rhapsody has definitely become one of those 
for me that's like a I can perform this anywhere, anytime, and people are gonna love it. Yeah. Um, I've also it's, got like it's my, a really good number. Yeah, I love, I love whenever you do it. And I like only recently started doing it, like for real. I think the brunch that you were at was the first time that I ever performed oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then like also my like dance mix, which is like old as dirt now, but it's like been in multiple states at this point, so. It is what it is. Do but, you retire? Like, do you cycle numbers and like retire them after a while? Um, I don't necessarily like retire them. Yeah. I just try not to do things repetitively yeah. and like beat them to death because like also I'm not performing that much. So I like to have variety. Granted, I say that and I've been doing Bohemian Rhapsody a fair amount, <laughs> but they're always at different venues. Right. Um, and it's always entirely different kind of audiences that I'm around. Mm -hmm. So in that kind of situation, I don't mind repeating stuff. And some of that I just pull from like, what am I feeling of the stuff that I know I can do well? Yeah. There's this one comedy queen in uh, Florida named April fresh. She, um, I really, really love her. I got to perform at her brunch a couple months ago and she like, and she's been in the game for a, a minute. So she has lots and lots of numbers and she'll like, she made a comment and I don't know if it was like, if she actually does this, but she was like, all right, now that I've done this, I'll see this costume again in six months. And yeah, it's like, fully. how do you, I don't know. I'm not at the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to do that again for me for at six months. For me at stardom specifically at stardom, like I do not repeat for yeah. months and months. I might wear an outfit within six months. I don't redo a number within a year at Stardom. Nice. But also, it's a monthly show. Yeah. So, I'm doing two numbers a show. That's not even 24 <laughs> numbers a year because we usually have November and December off. So, that's 10 shows a year. That's 20 numbers. I can get go through 20 numbers without having to repeat because like also at stardom i'm constantly making new outfits and usually coming up with a new number or doing a number that i haven't done in forever because back when i was on cast at a bar i had a ton of numbers it's just now my numbers do have to be like six to seven minutes for stardom just to make it around the venue mm. So yeah, it's a big, big venue. Yeah. In order just to make it around. You, and even with that, like you got to move. Yeah. <laughs> it's <know>? like, <laughs> yeah, it, you're like, I don't want to say bucking because I don't dance, but <laughs> you ain't pussyfooting around. Right. <laughs> it's um, like, hit it toots. You got yeah. six minutes. Let's do the yeah. thing. Um, because for those of y'all that don't know, I think Stardom's maximum capacity is like 300 or 350. Ugh. It's stadium style seating that are tables and booths. Um, it's fantastic venue, but it is a work out mm -hmm. every time. And especially as somebody that like, there are parts of songs that I do like to like take a moment and do like the back step kind of thing and like enjoy a moment. I don't like just like hustling through taking people's money. Yeah. I want people to have a connection when I take a dollar from them. So same. Sometimes six to seven minutes still isn't even enough. Right. 
But I'd rather do two longer numbers than three shorter numbers. Or like I was even doing on cast or that bar that I was on cast at. <laughs> um, Redacted. Sometimes I would do three doubles in a night. Ooh, three doubles. Yeah, I don't know what I was on. Um, uh, I don't know, drugs <laughs> of some kind. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, so stand-up live in Huntsville is great. Yes. It's flat, so that's obviously going to be better. It was just your weaving around tables. Yeah. But it was a nice, bigger venue. We sold. We hit our, like pre-sale goal i love and it. then some yes and it seems like we're already confirmed for another month i love it is what we were told well y'all could buy your tickets for both so. the huntsville and the birmingham versions of yes. the karis's drag brunch gotta never quite get the order it's straight, so but. good <laughs> um victoria is on our huntsville cast Victoria she, Taylor. Taylor. Victoria Taylor is on our Huntsville cast. My auntie and Quest Club sister. Love, love, love her. Um, and she actually made a few of, of my garments that um, I took with me to Camp Wanakiki. Oh, so I can't she wait to see those. Very talented seamstress, and I'm so thankful to have her in my life. Oh my god! And then the rest of the Birmingham cast, from what I understand, we are rotating in Huntsville. And they're always going to try to have a Huntsville guest. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's good to support like the local drag area. That's yeah. there, not just like to come in and. And if you're from another city and you would like to have Kara's Drag Brunch All Stars, clearly we're doing something right because mm-hmm. we've been at our venue for coming up on two years. Wow. Um, Happy. And it's a comedy club. If you're a comedy club in another city, hey. Hit us up. Hit them up. Because now we're also in Huntsville. We're always keeping our eyes open for new opportunities. So, hey. <laughs> well, speaking of shows, I saw that um, My Face and Your Face were on a, yet another flyer at the same time. They were. <gasps> oh, my God. With some great talent. It is. Uh, yes. We have the show at, we have Drag Night at the Nick. Um, which, this will be my first one. It's your first one ever? Yeah. Oh, my God. They are so fun. Um, and it is a country bumpkin theme. So we're going to have a little hoe down. They brought the biggest hoe themselves, Fawn, for this yeah. particular show. Um, and it's going to be on July 24th. 24th. It's a Sunday night. Yes. So make sure you're out for that. I'll be sure to share that from our social media, share that poster. Yeah, it's always a blast. I, I love getting to do that. That was one of my... Um, Twat is there with us. Yes, and Twat is there. Angel's there. It's, I don't know, all the friends of the pod. Yeah. Cooter Bill, who is on, well, uh, under another name, um, uh, on the Central Alabama Pride board. Or, I'm sorry, not Pride board. Is uh, your Mr. With me. Yeah. Not yes. your Mr. specifically, but. but. A Mr. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Um, but I barely know her. Know him. Them. Then Omni, well. who oh, we used name. to be in the same drag family when we both had drag mothers. Yeah. We used to share the same drag mother. It's going to be. An excellent show. I yeah. can't wait. Um, I've been working on my numbers. Which last time I performed with Omni was with you as well. Oh, yeah. At the Upside Down Plaza yeah. show. Yeah. We um, we are going to be having our shows. I just have not announced the cast for those yet, but I really need to get on it because it's <laughs> less than two weeks away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, what else has been going on in your life? Um, A lot of Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I live. I like all I want to do these days is relax and play Animal Crossing. I got into the trend way late. 
Like I realize most people are not even playing it anymore. I'm like currently waiting for announcements for more information about the new Pokemon games, Scarlet and Violet that are coming out because I'm a huge, huge, Wait, I huge thought those already came out. No, there's just trailers for Scarlet oh. and Violet. Yeah. It like got announced. It's coming out in November, like the newest one. And then I've just been playing Animal Crossing because I got into it like when I got COVID a month or two, two months, two months ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gears returning. Yeah. And I am obsessed because I've had multiple people in my past be like, you should get Animal Crossing. You should get Animal Crossing. And finally, my partner was like, you should get Animal Crossing. And I had like... Oh, so this is a new endeavor for you. Yeah. I just thought you were like on the train like everyone else had been for so no, long. No, I got into it two months ago. Oh. Yeah. So... It you- takes me a long time to get into a new franchise. It takes a lot of people trying to convince me because like... Nintendo Switch games are 60 bucks. Yeah, they're expensive. And I'm poor. Mm-hmm. See, I, when I fall in love, I'm kind of like you, like when I lo- fall in love with a franchise, I really stick with it and I don't really want to get into other ones. And so I've never played Animal Crossing. Um, I've already spent, I think, over 130 oh. hours. Oh, I thought you were going to say $130. <laughs> over 130 hours on Animal Crossing in two months. That is time well spent. Yeah. Well, speaking of time well spent, you want to take a break and then jump into this episode? Sounds good. And we are back and we are going to be discussing in this episode, Rupal Duples Duracorea episode nine. What she said. Exactly. <laughs> And so we come off the high of Viv and Raja having just won, or I'm sorry, Viv and Raja just lip syncing, both receiving a legendary legend star, Raja winning and blocking Jada Essence Hall, and they make their way back into the workroom. And I thought that Raja had the perfect sentimental moment with Jada as Jada was Oh my was God, it was iconic. In. Jada was walking in, so sad Aww. girl, so cute, like Viv. the little sister. And then Raja just fucking laughing. <laughs> Honestly, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would. It so would. I, yeah, I loved this. And then, but also though, I loved that Jada just came back in and turned it around and kept the secret of the plunder right? going. Because for a second, you're like, oh, she said, that's what away. I wanted to talk to y'all about. But then she just keeps playing with it. Mm-hmm. Brilliant <laughs> move. Honestly, we love to see it. Yes, we do. And just to set the stage, I think we need a star count because we're getting kind of late in the game. And I just want to remember what the stakes are here, right? So at this point, Jada has three and a plunger. Good, because I can't count past five. Well, it doesn't go above three. So Good. Um, That's okay. what I'm saying. But um, then, well, we do have five queens, Trinity, Viv, Raja, Evie, and Jinx, who have two stars. Good. No more than five because no I can't more. count higher than yeah, that. Yeah. Hopefully, Shay and Monet don't get any more stars in this episode because they are our only ones with one. Which would get it above five. Unless I, one of the ones with two got three. Which, true. You know, I was very never good at math or English. <laughs> 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 very never. I, w- I was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me, y'all. I just cannot. <laughs> I'm trying to speak. <clears throat> Gosh, my cat's got my tongue. Well, okay. With three weeks left, you know, they're doing the math. The math is the math in. 
how, how likely do you think it is that Cher, Monet, Cher or Monet can make it to the top four at this point? I mean, they have one star. I mean, it's improbable, but not impossible. Right. Yeah. And and I think I'm pretty sure, if I'm not wrong, that Shay and Monet were both in our top four picks at the yeah. beginning of the season, right? Which is so yeah. weird that they have just been... They, they started strong and then just plateaued immediately. Yeah. Um, Came in strong. Didn't last long. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that... Um, they just like that off. sentence, basically. Came uh, in strong. Petered off. <laughs> now, are we still liking the no, no elimination format? Yes and no. Yeah? Um, why, why the yes? Because the they no? came in fucking chaotic as fuck this uh-huh. episode. Trinity's talking about how... The inmates are running the asylum mm-hmm. because they are fucking ape shit wild, and I'm here for it. Bring me the chaos, stars. right? I'm always here for the chaos. Um, so I love that aspect, and I love getting to see everybody's runways because I'm a runway slut. Um, Ugh. however, it's also just kind of like, how many episodes in are we now? Mm-hmm. Like, it just Hard feels like up. that. Yeah, because this is episode nine of. 12. Twelve. Um. So yeah, this is this, this is going somewhere, and I I'm d- definitely much getting to that point of all right. We need to figure out right. who's in the top here. Um. I get these stakes really really clear. Um. Anyways, we move on to the next day, and we find out that the guest judge for this week is Ben Platt, who you may have seen on Dear Evan Hansen or The Politician on Netflix or Pitch Perfect. He's in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Really. Isn't he in Pitch Perfect? I don't remember. I am. I'm pretty sure he's the nerdy guy in Pitch Perfect. Hold on. The nerdy guy? I I don't know. The magic guy. The magic guy. Yeah. Why is he always playing high schoolers? That's what I want to know. Well, they're in college in Pitch Perfect. Why is okay? Isn't he in Pitch Perfect? I don't know, but he's like. Why is Safari telling me you can't work? Oh come on, Safari! We're not in a jungle. Ben Platt. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Historical. Ben Platt was he was in Pitch Perfect. Look See, at that. I told you he played Benji Applebaum, making me second guess myself. Oh, well, look at that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like Ben Platt in The Politician. He's so good in The Politician. Yeah, he really, really is. Um, so I was excited to see him. And I've I, never seen Dear Evan Hansen. I haven't either. I feel like it's one that like the media has just really tried to force down our throats. Yeah, but I've also heard from a lot of people that it's just kind of like mediocre. Mm. It's like a white boy, compl- straight white boy complaining about his life kind of vibe. Yeah. Which so we I haven't had that story before. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we um, we find out that Vim Platt is the guest judge, and then RuPaul enters the room. RuPaul. And he tells us that this week's maxi challenge is a... Social media dance challenge. It's non-specific a master social class media. on branding. Right. And not like cattle branding. No. Oh. <laughs> or like in BDSM. Mm. Would you ever get branded? No. Oh. No permanent marks? N- no. Oh. That's one of my hard limits. Oh, wow. Okay. Work. The Thanks. only thing I want is tattoos that I choose to go on my body. Or piercings. I have, I have been itching for a new tattoo. Same. Piercings. We should go get a flapping and fawning podcast tattoo. Yeah, I like how <laughs> I know what I want my next podcast tattoo to be and it's like these cute little deer antlers yes. that are like little stick deer antlers and I think I want them on my butt cheek. Uh, 
I say I think. I it's not a think. It's I'm very sure that that's where I want it. Yes. Um, because it's like the place that I've thought about for years at this point about where I want it. I think you should get it on your nipple, and then it's like Rudolph the red do- red. Oh nipple my god, dear, you know. <laughs> but I mean, if I get it on my butt, and if I was ever like, if somebody saw my butt, they and they didn't know fawn, mm. they would be like. Is that like what? slutty? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh dear. Sure. <laughs> because I mean, they're not wrong. I am a slut. Not at the moment because I'm in a monogamous relationship. Yay. But I'm a slut at heart. Yes. And that's what matters. Once a slut, always, always a slut. Always a slut. Right now, I really want to get a flapjack um, pinup tattoo. Oh, so, be so I cute. think on my thigh, but. It, like holding um, a giant stack of pancakes, probably. That's so cute. I love when people get like themselves and drag tattooed on them oh, I, I don't want it to look like me oh well but i want i want to pretend like that's what i look oh. like. oh <laughs> and then be like what do you look like in drag and i'll just drop my pants <laughs> that <laughs> karis has a tattoo of herself on her arm oh <gasps> wait really yeah it's oh, like i didn't on, know that yeah i want to see kara show me next she's time got a together. lot of really pretty tattoos i want to see i am her husband will be relaying this message probably to her oh, please please help me uh, um, see these tattoos but yeah i love like when people get like those kind of things i'd never get a tattoo of fawn like an actual tattoo of fawn unless i retire drag mm. because i change up how fawn is so much and i yeah. look back on old fawn and cringe so i personally would never so i'm actually really glad we're talking about this because there was a huge conversation this week about branding and like what your drag brand is in this week's episode so what is Fawn's brand? Slut. Slut. <laughs> um, Slut with a stash. Fawn is the mustache maven. So, like, obviously the mustache is a big part of the brand. But also, like, there's a certain element of gender non-conforming mm-hmm. to the Fawn brand. And obviously, like, there's some camp. And I'm going to squeeze in, like, when I have the opportunity, I'm going to squeeze in some kind of deer reference. Yeah. I mean, you better. With the name so, of the fawn, you got it. Yeah. It's about the mustache and the deer. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think for me, my brand, like, if I was to put it really simply, it is campy, um, unhinged Southern humor. Oh, same. I'm, yeah. I'm also unhinged. Yeah. I just, I don't want people to always expect what I've got coming, you know? So I, I want to do something different. But I, I I'm just... For some reason, when I get into drag, I really lean into that Southern character. It's just yeah. a, an extension of me. Like Trinity um, this season. Yes, like Trinity. Because <laughs> she's really like, well, I mean, this season more than ever, you can tell she is leaning into that Southern mm-hmm. stick more than she ever has. Like she's doing that this season. And I like, think for me with Fawn, Fawn as an entity is fairly diverse in what they present of like camp spook glamour fashion all of that which is why i've always had kind of a hard time if i decided that i was ever going to audition for a show deciding Mm. what to audition for because i love everything yeah and with that i'm like if i did this show am i going to be pigeonholed to do that for the rest of my career does that make sense? Well, I think Jade Jolie just proved that you don't have yeah. to, you know? You yeah. can break the mold, do whatever yeah. you want. Um, but I, I do see what you mean, because especially after being announced on Camp Wanakiki, it's like, okay, I better just 
be extremely campy with every single right. one of my numbers. But that's what I I do anyway, yeah. and I think I'm really comfortable with that. So I'm okay with being um, pitch and glory hold in that. Because that's yeah. something that I'll also struggle with whenever I go to new venues, especially. I love a two-number show. The downside of doing two-number shows is I can't always convey the entirety of who Fawn is in mm. two numbers. True. Um, you get key aspects of who Fawn is, but you might miss either the like... Um, like you might miss the campy side, like the overly, like obviously campy, not just like performance style, but like music choices kind of side of things. You might miss that, or you might miss some of the more like gender bendy kind of like that kind of stuff. There's something that you're probably going to miss just because Vaughn encaptures so much. Yeah. So you got to go to more shows than just one. You can't just be going to the brunch every month. You got to be right. going to the brunch and the drag night at the Nick and anything else. And Huntsville. And both Huntsville. brunches. You got to go to both brunches. You have to brunches. see them all to, to get all the aspects of fun. Right. And then you're still probably And if you're a some. show director, you should be booking me. Hey, <laughs> I agree though. I think um, for, for me, like it's, it is easy to become pigeonholed in that one aspect. And I hope that what people are able to see, especially with um, Camp Wanakiki and when they go onto my social media is they see that Flapjack isn't just a comedy queen but she also has this very artsy um side to her as well like yeah. artsy chic um I, I try to incorporate that into everything i do i have i which, try to have that uh, a look that you wouldn't necessarily see anywhere else you know which like i guess is also something even just from camp i feel like diana fire and geneva mm. both are ones that do more than just like what you immediately think of when you think of cam track, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And Diana Fire is actually the best branding queen. I, I love I her. <laughs> I want so one great. of her beach towels. <laughs> I just want one of her everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so whoever did that art is amazing and I need them to do one of me. Oh yeah. I don't know, but you should reach out to Diana <laughs> and, and see. I mean, I'm sure you could get a little logo. You right. have, do you have a phone logo? No. <gasps> Bad branding. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Get on it. I mean, I'm. I have something that I'm in talks with someone about. Okay, we love a secret project. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I also need to get more promo photos done because I'm bad and using promo photos from two years ago. So, but you look beautiful. Yeah, but I'm also (laughs) wearing tits, and I never wear tits anymore unless I have to. Mm. Well. I'm sure. I'm sure that will change re- soon like, with the promo photo. Oh, sure. I thought you were about to say me wearing tits, and I'm like, do you know something that I don't? Oh yes, <laughs> um, it, that wine you're drinking from your uh, flapping and fawning mug is actually tit <laughs> juice. You will be growing massive Z cup tits before the end of the episode. I'm gonna have basically your breastplate. Oh yeah, but it's gonna be real. It's real. I mean, mine is real. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> we are getting so off topic. RuPaul tells us that the maxi challenge RuPaul. for this episode is some sort of basically a TikTok dance, that we, but we can't say TikTok because it's on the television. And meanwhile, Go Go for the Gold could say TikTok. Oh, they could. I'm pretty sure they actually said TikTok. Hmm. A TikTok dance challenge. I will ask our fact checkers to check on that while yeah. um, while we uh, continue the episode. So, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Billiam. I appreciate you getting that done for us. Um, so okay, you, they got to pick any RuPaul, any RuPaul song and create did they like a pick dance? the song or was the song assigned to them? We didn't get to know. I think they picked because you know a lot some of some of the songs were a little random. Yeah, but do you, did, 
I don't know. I feel like the whole. I feel like this whole challenge was just very confusing. I think the assignment wasn't entirely clear. Because some people were very much on like, this is a branding challenge. Some people were very much like, this is a, a TikTok dance challenge. This is a um, skit challenge. Right. Like there was so many different ways people took it and they were all so different this was just digital which drag. made it beautiful and terrible at the same time oh my god there were some really awful ones i'm like oh um what would you have wanted to do for this do you know i would have stood there mm. frozen yes like a deer like a deer in headlights <laughs> like a deer in headlights <laughs> does rupaul have a song that goes with that no <laughs> geronimo geronimo <laughs> i thought about this a lot because i was like i i have no idea what i would do but i think that um what i would want to do is i don't even know if they would let me do this but this is my like dream world where i would like throw different things at the camera and then it, it would become a look and then i would have like some sort of quick 30 second dance Oh, so yeah. like I would want to have like stuffed animals and like throw four stuffed animals at the camera as like a transition and then boom I do like my my dance I also would have considered doing something like to you wear it well probably oh, that would what be cute. I would have done something branding um possibly like you know how like there's a stereotype of baby deer can't walk and like mm. doing like the like wobbly wobbly <gasps> oh, I love that yeah it's like the um yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think what you have to think there about... There was that, like, TikTok challenge that was, like, the wobble yeah. thingy. Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what the sound was, but it was like, look at her trying to... Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. I, cause, and I think that was the thing that you had to think about here, but I guess I'm getting ahead of myself because we'll talk about these videos in a minute. Um, so, so as they are working on figuring out their ideas, RuPaul comes in to talk to the queens... And RuPaul has clearly mixed something with his regular coffee enema. I don't know. It's chaotic. And honestly, this kind of chaos, Ru, is... It's stressful. It's I was just stressful, hanging on for dear life. But it's also kind of my favorite, Ru. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of TikTok, Ru. Mm. Which is my favorite, Ru, too. That is wild. It's, like, it's, it's pure it's, insanity. Yeah. I am here for chaos. I love that. I think I'm a chaos gremlin. <laughs> when RuPaul like stitches videos together with queens, especially from other franchises, I think she genuinely has no idea who they are. Right. You know, <laughs> being like, blame it on that edit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, was there anything that stuck out to you from them working on their videos? Um, um Monet had some terrible concept that Ru actually yeah. gave really good advice for. Thank God, or else Monet would not have gotten a spoiler. And Trinity made her outfit. Yeah. That was a good outfit for Trinity to have whipped together. So what did Monet do? I guess she just made the video. (laughs) She danced. She danced. Um, And she danced, 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 and she danced, danced, danced. And um, I I just think that they're, I think that they really were missing a mini challenge in this episode because it was lacking some footage. They like went and they, they were like, here's us filming the videos. And it was just a very boring the filming montage. of the, I actually kind of liked that the most of anything until really? the runway. That was like, yeah. I wish that they were at least I like thought it was watching cute. each other do it be and being shady or something. No, I thought it was cute. The little montage was better than actually watching the videos. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely better than watching the videos. Um, well, that's probably why they included the montage. Yeah, they I, said let's edit this because we can't edit what they actually did. 
Okay, so at this point, they have made their videos, and we're at the main stage already. God. I was like, oh my God, we're here. Like, this whole episode was just judging, you know? There was a lot to judge. There was a lot to judge. And speaking of which, before we even get into this runway category, which was what lies beneath, which was lots and lots of reveals, um, I think we need to set some rules for how we're going to do this thing. A reveal on RuPaul's Drag Race? I've never heard of such a thing. Groundbreaking. Florals for spring. (laughs) And I I I mean, we got lots of... uh, seasons on this particular runway. I know. But I am getting ahead of myself. First, we had the season of the elderly. What did you think of RuPaul's look? It was. I mean, I really don't even remember it, it to be honest. It was the (laughs) silver blonde um, moment. I I don't think... It obviously did not leave a lasting enough impression that it was bad or that it was good. Oh, I remember this. It looks very much like something... Rue has worn in the past. Yeah, just recycled or something. I don't know. I don't there was it. like a whole season that she was recycling very old Rue stuff, mm. like pre-drag race Rue stuff, and I was here for it. Yeah. Because you know she wears the shit once. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can I have some of that? Right. I'm pretty sure I could fit in her drag. Like, I'm pretty sure that I could fit in her drag, so can I have some? Yeah, for real. I'm similar height. Loan it out. I'm similar waist. I would I can not wear fit it. in any of that, but we can hem it. I can wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really like Ben Platt's look. Um, the suit. nails were cute. Did you yeah. watch Untucked? It was no. such a cute <laughs> Untucked episode. Why? What was in, what was cute? Um, Ben Platt goes backstage, and there was a moment that like really gave me vibes that Ben Platt may be like a closeted NB. Oh, um, okay. Because was saying we something you, along the lines of like being an actor in Hollywood and even being gay. Sometimes you're not getting roles because you're having to worry about being overly masculine. And Ben was wearing fake press-ons that his partner who has also played the same character in Dear Evan Hansen, Noah Galvin, I think is his name, um, is actually the one that put the press-ons on him. They're both actors in Hollywood. I think he was uh, in some gay TV show where he was a little boy. I don't know. The teenager. And it was like, I don't know. Batman and Robin? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was some sitcom. Yeah. Uh, And he was talking about how he hasn't been was talking about how he hasn't always gotten to express himself and explore his gender expression. And it just kind of gave me like, is Ben, like just the energy of it yeah. felt like has been hinting at that they might feel like they might be non-binary is what it felt. I think that's totally possible. I, I also think that there are a lot of celebrities right now who are kind of going through that and really yeah. just struggling to say the term. Yeah. You know, I think Harry Styles is one where, so like I genuinely, I debate it, you know, because on, on the one hand it's like, okay, are we, are we queer fishing here? I think something else Harry going? Styles 100% is a queer baiter. Really? I stand by it 100%. I mean, I would bait to that. In 2022, you're not just going to say in a platform and privilege with the following he has, you're not just going to say, I don't believe in labels. True. But I don't know. I, I also don't know Harry. I don't know Harry's life. I don't know what choices were made to, that got him to the point where he is wanting to dress the way that he does. I'm not um, saying he can't dress like that. I'm just saying don't try to make it. Don't queer bait with yeah. it. 
if you want to dress overly flamboyant and a little bit feminine, but be a cishet male, that's okay. Just don't try to pass it off that you might not be if you're not. Mm. True. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm tired of the, the, the non labeling at least. Yeah. Like, and like, I I don't, I don't know what, what Harry's journey is or what, what, how they identify necessarily, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I do think that there is a certain non-binariness to what, how they dress on a regular basis. And I get that not like, I get the concept of not wanting to label, but we as a society are not to that place yet. Mm -hmm. I think we will get to that place. And I think we are getting to that place with our youth. However, it comes, we're on a soapbox at the moment, but that's um, okay. I think we are at a place where with celebrities, with their platforms, we are not at a place for them just to be like, I don't have, I don't want to label it. Yeah. It at where we are with society feels very much like queer baiting. I agree. And that's that. And that's the pot. And that's the pot. <laughs> We're not even going to discuss everybody. <laughs> We're not even going to discuss the rest of this episode. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> okay. Well, we should probably at least do the runway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes, the category is what lies beneath where the Queens show, not just one, not just two. I don't think it's a specified amount, but it is more than two reveals. Yeah. Um, and first to the runway, we have shady cool lady. Shady cool lady how would you describe this look um she comes out in this like gorgeous like marabou feather overcoat dressing coat thing that was gorgeous but it screamed reveal Mm -hmm. um agreed then revealed to like the typical dressing gown that's that sheer that's like my husband just got murdered. Yeah. Um, and you could see through it and see the yeah. final reveal like through. Yeah. It. And it wasn't even covering it all up in the front. So like I had problems with that, but then she turns around when she gets to her final like blue satin gown it with the slit up it. Yeah. It was a little bit cheeky. <laughs> um, and I feel like, hold up, we didn't set our rules for this runway. Like how we're, so we're evaluating it still based on our system of flopping, fawning, or other yeah. words if we particularly um, feel so inclined. But we are not rating it based on each look. That we're was rating it as how we feel as a whole. As a whole of the runway. How okay. do you feel about Shay's hole? I feel <laughs> I was I was very elated to see Shay's hole. On, um, actually, the the cheekiness was my favorite part of this. Yeah, because I was I was very much in the same camp as what you were saying. Like, oh my god, I can tell there's another reveal coming. Oh, I can see this reveal coming. Oh, I don't like that. But then I was really surprised by the booty cheeks. So I enjoyed that. But my favorite 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 thing I kept commenting on was her makeup. Her makeup. It was so good. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like. <laughs> like I, I don't know what you call it, but it's the, a halo eye. The halo eye, the lips. They were they were just done in in such a unique shape. Like it was very <gasps> like is it 1930s? I think I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, I, yeah. So for me, this was a this was a fawn. Um, it's a light fawn for me, yeah. only because of the second fit. Okay, I will accept that. Um, next to the stage, we have Jada Essence Hall presenting Four Seasons Hotel. <laughs> what did you think of this one? Um, this was 
spoiler alert, my favorite. Oh, okay. Like, hands down. I don't see down. how that's a spoiler, because we're at it at this um, point, but whatever. Because we haven't even talked about the look. Oh, that's how. <laughs> um, but she comes out, and I'm like, oh, she's in this sequin cover-up that's baggy with a hood. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on on this day? And then just, like, keeps revealing, and everything just falls down into the same dress, the only thing that she left on the stage was the little hat. Yeah. I did appreciate that piece of it. Like every, everything like, she wore like fell into the next thing. The stereotype when you hear reveals is you expect it to go from bigger to smaller. Jada's of course did in a way of just like how slim fitting it was to her body. But other than that, it was very like it didn't get shorter. It yeah. wasn't ever like, absurdly like here's this big overcoat like and it had a through line that was a concept each look held on its own except for the first one kind of but (laughs) yeah but like it would work for like a winter thing yeah i I, this is definitely something i would give all my money to at the bar you know i would be like oh my god another look those are my favorite kind of reveals are the ones that it just goes into the same outfit and i want to learn how to do that yeah i mean it's very very cool yeah this is a huge fun for me yeah this might be a fetch for me Ooh, no this is not might be a fetch this is (gasps) a fetch for me wow okay congrats literally like was watching this and texted my partner at the same time as they saw a leak of it on Twitter. Um, like not a, not leak, a leak, a spoiler, a spoiler. I've been reading, watching too many Pokemon leak videos. <laughs> um, they saw a leak up. Sp- fuck. <laughs> they saw a spoiler of it on Twitter at the same exact time that I was watching it, and then leaked it to yeah. you. No, like. I we were like texting each other at the same time. <laughs> it's complicated. Regardless, now that Technology seems like there's hard. not even a point to that story. So <laughs> here we are, the next to the stage. <laughs> next wait, to wait, stage. wait, 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 wait. Did did you flap or fawn this? I fawned it. I fawned it. I said flap again. I, I mean, same th- same difference. Flop. Yeah, my whole career. Um, <laughs> the no, no, I I liked it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think that. I don't know that for me, the, the reason I didn't fetch it was I, I they're, just, they're all just nice looks. There wasn't one that particularly spoke to me, but I loved the presentation of the whole four. That was amazing. Once again, flap is a Jada hater on the pod. Yeah, I, I'm giving her nice <laughs> response. Um, next up is the Vivian. If you wanted something that I hated, we had the Vivian's um, moment. Here. Giving us a little into the woods moment. Yeah. At the beginning. Um, and you, it was very Meryl Streep into the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, true. But I don't know. To me, though, I did not I like didn't this. say it was good. Okay. This is a, <laughs> yeah, this is a flop for me. Um, What I would have loved personally for me. Um, personally? Personally, I would have loved if the top would have come off after she did the skirt came off. So then you had another upper reveal rather than that just being the top. The whole yeah. time, I wish that would have come off. It would have. I don't know. Do you think it was this, missing something? Yeah, it, it was missing and the something, boots but didn't also go. Had too much. Like, do, the do you think that she go. for this was like, oh wait, I could also throw this cape on for an a, an added yeah. reveal? I don't know. The boots did not go though. The yeah. boots were a boot. Um, 
I loved that fabric. I, I want that. Fabric. I really liked the look that was the that was the gown where she removed the gown and it became pants. That I loved that and I loved the wig. But th- th- there were the boots were very confusing to me. The the cape. Yeah. I, didn't I like liked it before she blue. took the skirt off. Yeah. Yeah. So, but and again, we're seeing her in blue, which she doesn't wear very much. <laughs> um, all righty. So is this a flop or a flop for you? Um, we're gonna say it is a light flop okay it's a flop for me yeah i'm 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 doing it damn it flop Viv. do the damn thing <laughs> now next to the stage this one is definitely not a flop for me we have roger um who is giving us some resort gorgeous realness with the coming out first with like a uh, the chevron pink and white Caftan. I really it was like all the different neon chevrons, and yes. it was wonderful. And like the, th- there was like a really cool wavy. I don't even know what you call it. Like there was. A, it looks almost bones? like there was like tubing in it. Yeah. To give it a nice structure. I don't know. It was. And the the headpiece had a flamingo on it, which yeah. I thought was really cute. So then she removes the caftan and reveals this gorgeous, like super stunning. Um, how would you describe this? I don't I know. Don't know. It's, it's like neon like, vomit, but pretty. It's like a resort wear, but it's also kind of like a spring dress. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or like a, I don't know. Like I, a, I don't. And the way that she's, so the, for the reference photo that we're looking at here, since there are so many moving parts to each one of these, um, we are looking at what's been pulled from their Instagram. So for Raja, she has t- photographed this in this really cool neon light um, that really just accentuates all the colors even more. I, I really love it. She eventually removes that spring dress and the pink flamingo um, headpiece to reveal just a bodysuit with Venus flytraps. Thank you, Venus flytraps. I cannot remember the word. And uh, was that her natural silver hair no, or was that a wig? That was a wig. Yeah. I liked the moment, but I was like, I can't tell. Because her hair has more dim- dimension of color to it. Mm. And that was like just straight one color. Yeah. I don't think her hair is quite that long. Well, what was this for you? A fawn? Yeah, absolutely a fawn. Yeah. This is this is a huge fawn for me. I almost want to fetch it, but. It was so unique. Yeah. The, I don't know. The only thing that the reason I'm not fetching it, I guess, is because I don't like the I saw Laganja do this and Raja. And I think it's just a personal preference thing. I don't really like when there's like a nude illusion on your butt, but it doesn't completely cover your butt. Like I don't know. It, it's like the nude illusion isn't working on your butt. Oh, does that make sense? Like she had the two Venus flytraps, one on each ass cheek, but there wasn't any dimension around that. It was just like a nude illusion and air quotes from her shoulders down to her like oh. lower back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise I would totally fetch this cause it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She made it herself. <laughs> um, okay. Next after Raja, we have Evelyn. Evelyn. I feel bad for her. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I can't believe they didn't let her like redo this after she had right? a mess this, up on right? the stage. What the hell? But she looks stunning. Evie, how would I don't know? How would you describe? She that? was like a bagworm or something like that. <laughs> Not a bag, bagworm. <laughs> well, I mean that's what the bottom of it reminded me of with the yeah. sticks. No, you're it, so right. It reminded me of like a bagworm that like went into a cocoon. A cocoon. A cocoon. I'm gonna come out of a cocoon. You're gonna come out the cocoon. Um, do you remember that Jasmine Masters season? Oh seven? yes, I do. It'll be a cocoon. Yes, but I think the best cocoon 
metamorphosis sort of thing that we've seen with Shea Coulee on C all stars yeah. five yeah. and the judges hated it for some stupid reason. Um, but anyways, Evie here, I, she, it's kind of like a spider Gwen look, I think where, like, you know, she's got like this, uh, Hoodie on on the top half and with with like a hood she never took head. it down either. Yeah, she never that took the hood down. That was kind of strange. Well, yeah, but I think it might have been because it was hiding the contraption of the mask. Yes, moving. which I think was the best part of the look. You know, she took off the yeah one hundred percent the bag dress. Yeah, and then the the green slime thing was supposed to do something that it just didn't work right. Um, but her makeup was stunning, and I loved the moving parts on the mask. So was this a flop or a fawn for you? I'm gonna say. It's probably a light flop. Yeah, it's tough because I I think I would have liked it if it had worked. If it had land, if it like yeah. Um, but also it was very disjointed too. Like the, I don't know, the top half never really matched the bottom half. To yeah, me. all um, the reveals were on the bottom. Yeah, kind of odd, huh? Um, <laughs> it fits her name, branding. <laughs> okay, sorry. Also, Eve. she keeps trying to push this um, queerdos thing this season. Yeah. Is that not working for you? I'm not buying. Why are you not buying? Are you not a are you not on a queerdo train? It's just like stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, actually I am gonna use my fetch for this one because I was obsessed with this next look. Um, which was Jinx Monsoon doing all She kept the first look on for all of two seconds. Yeah, which was a crime against humanity. I do wish that she had held each one of these on a little bit more because they were so beautiful. Um, now, do you know the names of these artists? I know. Is this Picasso? I think that one. Yeah, I think the first one is Picasso. The second one is a Monet. Quark. The third one is a Warhol. Yes. And I forgot who the fourth one it's was. Classically Jinx. That's who it is. Um, yeah, I I was really obsessed with this. Every single look was a unique silhouette. I ha- I do love Jinx doing different silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have because she's that. done the same silhouette every fucking runway, right? And the I really love this jacket. I relate to this because have you seen my painted jacket, the hand painted jacket that I've no. done? Yeah, I should wear it more often. It's just really hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, it kind of reminded That's me hot. of my own inspiration of myself. <laughs> um, so I really love the first one, and then the, every single. I didn't one like was this so wig though. You didn't like the wig? No. Why? It's very flat on top. And very big at the sides. It's not a flattering mm. style, especially not on her face shape. And also, her face did not look good on this skirt. Sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the art style, though. Um, it's interesting. I, I think that she maybe should have had the wig turned a little bit more, like a little more off kilter, because I think it could have done some interesting dynamics with like having the smaller piece towards the bottom you know um i mean my commentary has nothing to do with the art style because i love warhol Mm. it was just it did her face didn't look it didn't look good good. on that dress it was not she is not right marilyn Monroe. clearly warhol is not the one that made that dress (laughs) (laughs) all right so was this a flop or a phone for you What's the thing worse than a flop? Oh, a foot? Is that what <laughs> I don't think we ever figured it out. <laughs> um, no, it's a fawn. It's a fawn. Nice. Okay. Next to the stage, we have Monet Exchange giving us a... Um, 
This was so a journey good. through Black history, right? This was so good. Yeah, this was this was stunning, and and it like. This was so good. I think the thing that can become difficult with stuff like this is sometimes it's too much of a historical piece. Like it, it's it's missing. Like it can miss something that's that's really chic. But I think that what she did with every single one of these was it still looks very accurate yet very Monet. It's very fashionable. Yeah, I loved it, especially with the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially that one. The middle one was my fave. She started with Harriet Tubman and then had a Black Panther um, homage dress. Um, and I really loved the length of it. I loved the waist. Like, the proportions look amazing. The flare on it was so good. And then finished in this very, once again, very streetwear. Right. Elevated streetwear. That reads, and we still fight. And it had, like, this red heart at the top. Yeah. The only thing that I wish she had done differently was, like, I wish we had seen more of that. Maybe she yeah. wore it longer and they edit it differently, but um, that's the only thing that I, I would have changed. Yeah. Otherwise, it I, was so I was fucking good. So, so fucking good. <laughs> 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 it's an absolute fawn for me. Yeah. Huge fawn for me as well. Well done, Monet. And last but certainly not least, we have Trinity the Tuck, who did sort of a burlesque moment with the, with this. Um, it was this red floral, if you can even call it floral, uh, like red. There were like flower, flowers. flower petals. Yeah. Um, not in the same way that Bosco did it. Yeah. I think Shay may have been triggered by all the falling red, uh, red petals. Um, <laughs> this actually reminded me a lot of her teacup dress, you know? That yeah. Yeah. That's what tits. it is. That is what it is. I could not. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly it before, what right? it is. That's exactly what it is because it's the same silhouette mm-hmm. and her teacup dress did this yes she didn't get to do it on the show but her teacup dress did this oh my god i'm glad that i could (laughs) (laughs) i could um, put together the dots there for you (laughs) i knew it was like very familiar yeah i i was obsessed with this this um this was really cool and i love that she did reveals in a different way from everyone else um and got to show this garment off in its fullest potential in the way she wasn't able to with the teacup dress is this a fawn or a flop for you? This is a fawn. Fawn for me as well. I like didn't need the flowers in the hair or at least as much as she has in her hair. If we're going to nitpick. Mm. Um, it's, also, also, it's also kind of a silhouette we've seen from her already, but yeah, she, but she, it was a dress she made on the show. Yeah. Um, but also if you're going to make it on the show and you know what you brought. True. Um, it's hard. I think. I think if I knew, bitch, I'll live. <laughs> um, I do wish that we would have the like corset coming off wouldn't have been like uh, as she's about to walk off the stage thing because mm. it kind of. I like the kind of sly way of doing those kind of reveals of like not make a deal out of it, and you just kind of like turn around. However, I wish it would have like had a moment on its own. Yeah. I agree. Um, but overall it's a fawn for me. Oh yeah. 100%. So what's your top and your bottom from this week's run? Um, from the runway alone, my top is Jada. My bottom is Evelyn. Yeah, my bottom's also Evie this week. Sorry, Evie. That mask really was super cool, though. Um, 
My top is Jinx. I really loved the it was good. inspiration behind it. It was really, really cool. I liked any of the ones that told a story for real. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and then come back to talk through each one of these. Branding, videos, non-specific social media, TikTok challenges. And welcome back. I just got through sucking a dick, so... Yeah, and I was picking my bottom. <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> um, yes, and now we are time... We are... T- it's Yes, and... Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome back, ladies. <laughs> it's time to talk about the judging. Put her in rice. <laughs> Honestly, that is me right now. I need one of those coffee enemas. What is going on? Um, so, we are going to be watching each of their videos on... Well, we've already watched it. They're videos. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about each one of these. Welcome to the Vivio. I hated that. (laughs) Anyway, I think that both of our opinions are rather (laughs) negative. So I'm just going to apologize now for my. If you love, if this was your favorite episode, um, leave it. Let us know in a five star review and get some better taste. (laughs) And get get some taste. Uh, get get checked for COVID because your taste is missing. Um. All right. So we have each of these videos that we are going to be watching. They're the dance challenges and we'll start with Shay. Now each one of the, these had like an introduction, like instructional video and then the actual 60 second. I don't even know it was even 60, but like where they did the dance. So what did you think of Shay? Honestly, Shay's dance was one of my favorites. Shay's dance was great. I thought the instructions were boring as hell. Well, I mean, I think it worked. It's a character that Shay has done throughout the season and it is a trope kind of thing that Shay has done throughout the season. So I think it worked. I okay, I rated this I, like, and I, this is how I'm I'm imagining with all of these girls that we're talking about. I imagine this is like, would I watch this video, and would people do this? And I I would not watch her whole video, but also, which I think was an issue with the whole challenge overall. But, but also, they only showed the actual dance part, so I don't understand what the instruction part yeah, was for. It was very confusing for the viewer, and I. Think I for the queens. <laughs> To me, the important part of this isn't the little skit beforehand. The important part to me is the dance. True. I I agree. But which in that case, Shay should have been in the top. Fully. I. But anyways. I think her runway kept her from the top personally. Mm, fair. Because Jada and Jinx were... Or not Jada, sorry. Monet and Jinx were just so strong um, yeah. this week on the runway. Okay, so that was Shay's. Um, I loved her dance, but the rest was not really much to write home about. Her look was great. Her look was great. Um, what did you think of Jada? Another person who looked great. Um, I thought her little before thing was great. I thought her dance was bad. Yeah, no, no one would do that. I don't think <laughs> no one would do that. You know, I could do it. It was simple enough that I could do it. See, I think that uh, like it's hard to make a dance challenge. Like I, I don't know. I've made a lot of digital content because when I was first starting drag, like that was all I really had. Yeah, I was able to do. Um, but in like doing a dance like that is difficult. So I think it needs to be difficult enough that it's challenging, but not too easy where it's like, Oh, anyone could do this. Right. Or it's just gotta be absurd enough or absurd enough. Yeah, absolutely. Which clearly that's apparently something that they wanted. It was, um, well, okay. I'm not mad about, I'm mad about one of them, which they seem to praise, but they seem to praise everyone, which was Viv. What did you think about her talking about Vivio? The Vivio. Over and over. No, I loved the intro. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Uh. I was cracking (laughs) up. The Vivio. Tune in to the Vivio. And if you 
download the the Vivio Drive if you need a car or something like that. Like I was here for it because it felt almost like Black Mirror ish. If that makes sense, it like does. just the I don't know. I, I it was camp. I thought hers was bad, and she should feel bad. <laughs> like I think she I think really she tra- didn't know what to do and wanted yeah. to just be dumb. And I'm here for just being dumb. But then the dance was also like not rolling workable. around on the ground. I don't know. You can't really do that. I could do that dance because oh, you don't even got to do it right to do it. <laughs> My, the only thing that I I really liked about hers was she was like. Next, you do the Macy, which is just the YMCA spelled differently. That was funny as hell to me. <laughs> I loved that. Next, we had Raja. What did you think of Raja? Um, she seemed very in her yes. head. Oh. Yes, in her head is a nice way to put that. Yeah. Um, um, because you could tell she she had a strong concept. And it was just her delivery was not the best. Yeah. I thought it was too slow. Like when you watch a TikTok, I don't know, for me, anytime... I I, I thought one. the dance was good. Oh, I thought it was too too slow paced. You know when you when I'm watching TikToks, if it's like not fast paced, like right at the get go, I scroll right past. You know, and I felt like Raja's and Viv's mine, and Jada's was just mine's weird. not always. If it's slow, I'll scroll past it. Sometimes if it doesn't have a, sometimes even fast stuff, I scroll past if it doesn't have a captivating enough look. Mm. Depending, is it varies. Well, speaking of captivating looks. Evie came up next and I really liked her look. She was very middle of the pack for me. Yeah. Very safe. Did you like her dance though? I thought her dance was yeah, cool. But she didn't do any like crazy bending. Yeah. I wonder if she decided not to do that. So it could be like, repeatable. Marketable. Yeah. yeah. But, but she, I thought she still did a lot of I it. I thought her intro was one of the better intros. Really? Yeah. I feel so differently. Like I felt like hers, it, I felt like she was talking down to me like I was a little kid. And I guess that she was trying to market it for kids. She was trying way. to like teach it. She was trying to be, she was I a know. cool teacher. I didn't get, she that. was a cool teacher. But then the dance, I'd want that teacher. The dance kind of went hard though. You know, like, yeah. like the, the it, hers went really well with the music, which I liked a yeah. lot. Um, well, I liked half of it. I don't know. It's, I'm, I feel very confused about it to be yeah. honest, but I liked most of it. Um, yeah. Next up, we watched Jinx. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I'm not even doing that like joke thing that I do sometimes where I'm like, I know I actually liked it. No, I hated this. Why? This was my least favorite one. Why? I hated it. It wasn't a dance challenge. It was Jinx giving it a character. Yeah, but I do think it's marketable. Because who's gonna do it? Nobody. Well, all those people who did the cinnamon challenge, or That's the different. or Chubby Bunny on YouTube, you know, those are different than trying to like fucking shimmy while you're putting peanut butter on a sandwich and then take a bite out okay. of it because she's not even eating the whole thing. No, it was hear not me, marketable. I think and doing a whole peanut butter sandwich. No, I think it's. I think it was for me. It was less about like the dance specifically. Like I thought her video. It was a dance challenge. Well, it was a viral dance I, challenge. I don't think any of this was like okay. Okay, but hear me out. Hear, hear me out. You know the TikTok where it's like the like the whole family participates in the production. You know, like you, the. The mom is standing there and she's in the robe and then like uh, the, the Celine Dion song comes on and the robe opens and she's in the dress and someone like one of her kids has the fan and then they give her the broom. You know what I'm talking about? It, like to me, this challenge felt like one you know that, what I um, like all your friends could participate in because she did the sandwich and then she had the the guy who was pouring milk at the front. Like I that part was good and, and but she didn't do that. 
My favorite. What I think would have been better is if she would have just like hit somebody with the sandwich. She could have gotten me with that. <laughs> but just trying to. There's nothing that make. There's nothing about somebody trying to shove an entire peanut butter sandwich in their mouth that makes me want to watch. I, I thought her instructional part was the best out of everyone's. Like it had a, a, a progressive build up. Like second comedic. best. Second best to yes. who? We'll get to it. We haven't gotten to it yet. I don't know. I didn't think anyone else was as good as that because hers actually had like a like a certain watchability to it, where I, I was consistently engaged rather than just like <laughs> step number <laughs> one is to do. Jinx a is bit trying of this. hard. Step. Jinx is trying hard, and I can feel it, and I don't like it. I don't want it to feel forced. It's and a that's competition. What it is. Once again, you it have feels to stand forced. Out, Vaughn. Just like last week, it feels forced to oh, me. Wow. Okay. Well, and you know, I like Jinx. Just not this. I thought hers was funny. I, this is what I wrote. Funny, iconic, beautiful, always different. Appro- you know what I wrote? Appropriate comedic Nothing because it was bad. Interesting second, 60 second video people might actually do, especially with the milk pouring part. I don't know. I, it was a, this is a huge, amazing. People aren't going to do that with milk. The prices of milk have gone too high. Okay. True. <laughs> but they might do something. I don't know. Um, okay. Okay. Moving on. Next we have Monet. Who had the best interest instruction. She left so much out. But Are you kidding? No, 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 the, no, no, it, no, 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 no. Her instruction <laughs> literally didn't even match the video. Yes, but hear me out. Now, I'm not saying that I hated hers no, or anything. Hear but me out, though. What? Everybody has a payday. Everybody gets paid. Yeah, so it's marketable. That doesn't mean her instructions were interesting. I think that was brilliant. The beginning skip part. We're not going to call it instructions. We're going to call it a beginning skip part because that's truly what it was. It was not really instructions for any of them. Um, except for Raja. Hers was just so different from the... She just added a lot in between. Yeah. I mean, she, um, she definitely built up the flair and everything that it needed. Because it was a great dance. But Sorry, for me, um, it was definitely like she had the smartest marketing. Okay, I agree. She was my favorite. Yeah. Of all of them. I can't believe Her and Shay were my favorites. Her and Shay. Yeah, Shay's dance was great. Um, I just, if you're going to look at it as a whole, Monet's was my favorite. But if you're going to look at it at just the dance part, her and Shay were my favorites. Hmm. Interesting. I did not like Jinx. What about Trinity? <laughs> I felt like this was, I, I don't know. It, I kind of forgot I she mean, was there. Monet's was so good. And then I was like, oh, it was yeah, there. Another one. Trinity needs to stop spending time sewing people's outfits if she's just going to be safe. <laughs> I mean, her dance was not good, <laughs> and she didn't even funny. do the the dance that she funny. talked about. Like she didn't do she, the washing yeah, machine. She, did. she didn't. Do oh, the, not in the workroom. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was. That's because Rue said, "Do the talk." That's what Rue wanted. When Rue tells you to do something, you do what Rue wants. Otherwise, you're going home. Except this is an all-star scene, so, so you want to win a star, so you yeah. do what Rue wants. I just, I really liked that. I don't know. I'm I'm surprised that you hated Jinxes so much. I mean, it it definitely was different, and I think it's it was arguable like, if it fits the brief of a dance challenge. But it's also one of those things. Um, it's not marketable in the sense of there are so many people, and I'm surprised she won because Rue is one of those people that has a thing about watching people eat. I think it came up on Down Under. Um, Rue doesn't like watching people eat, mm. especially when you're going to do those absurd kind of challenges like that. So I'm surprised that she won. Just considering that watching people eat, especially in gross face stuffing ways is something that is a huge, like 
I think the instructions just made a huge difference because like that that piece had a, a really strong comedic build up. I think. Yeah. So, um, I just think the final product was not good. The the instruction was good, but the dance was bad. Okay, I I respect it. I hear you out. I'll I'll allow it on on this platform that we share. <laughs> um, okay, but the, here's the real talk of the town. The top two are Monet and Jinx, oh and we had the first ever. Um, what do you call this? Lip sync. Spoken uh, word. Spoken word lip sync. What'd you think? Were oh you my fam- God. Were you familiar with this? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I Have you watched, have you actually watched Designing Women? Or do you I, just I'm know the scene? I'm familiar with this scene. Um, I have actually like watched, mm. I haven't watched a lot of Designing Women, but I've watched a decent amount. Yeah. And this is like one of the very first, ep- like not the very first, but this is one of the first episodes of Designing Women. Oh. Um, so it's that. like for season one, it's in like, I think the first five or 10 episodes of Designing Women. And it is such an iconic thing. So oh, yeah. many drag queens have done it. It's about time that we had spoken word on Drag Race because I know I include it in some of my mixes. Same. Spoken word is something drag artists do. Now I I always combine it in a mix. Same. So I, same. I don't. I think I would have a hard time what just I need coming next. And doing this particular. No, I'd thing. be able to do it. The, no, no. I mean, I could do it, but I think like if I just t- turn this on at the quest, I yeah, think people would be but like, that's what also the fuck different. Is she doing? Like, it's a, that's a different situation, yeah. but like in the context of this, yeah. it works. I don't think it would work at a club without music involved, but in this context, it absolutely does work. What I need them to do next is the God Warrior. The God, uh, like she's not a Christian. That yeah. Oh, I don't think that will. She's ever- tampered <laughs> in dark sided stuff. Oh, I don't think that will ever end up on TV. Like on RuPaul's Drag Race. Are you sure? <laughs> I yeah. It's kind of like I think that they're gonna want to pull things that are queer like queer classic. It is. I don't know. It's I, kind of t- reality TV classic. I th- I think they would they would pull things like um. Uh, I I wanted Malibu Barbie, uh, you know. You know what I'm talking about? No. Um, fuck. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to share with you. I think they're gonna pull. If they do another one, I think it would. I think God Warrior is a strong contender because it also is something that has actually done a lot in drag too. Mm. Yeah, I know. I have a mix. I have a mix with it. Do you think that we'll see a spoken word lip sync in the SmackDown? I doubt it. Do you think this is the only one of the season? Yeah, they're not going to pull it. It's not as impactful if they do it twice in a season. Fair. I just wondered if it, maybe it was a setup for something and for them to be like, oh, well, we've done it before when they set it up for Jinx to win. Except that was set up for Monet. It, well, I, Monet definitely deserved to win. I agree. But I think that, I don't know. I think I don't think Jinx, Jinx knew it the way. I don't think Jinx completely yeah. knew it. Monet definitely deserved to win. Like, I hope that uh, it's not sounding that way. It was it was very very good. The look I've was right too, mm-hmm. and like that, her face. You know like, that was her promo look. Yeah, from season it was two. her um, YouTube or Facebook reveal look oh, from cool. season ten. Um, it was the only time she had worn it until now. Yeah, I mean, she really killed it. Like the the points that I thought that she won the whole thing was the air quotes on sister pointing at herself when talking about miscongeniality, fanning her crotch when she talked about fire, yeah. applauding when talking about the ovation. Like she she really 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 knew this like the back of her hand. And so yeah. props to Monet. Um, so Monet wins and blocks Raja. I mean, what do you think? Here's the thing: if there's ever going to be a time to block Raja, 
the time is now rather than later because it's a logical blocking. I don't think it's the strategic blocking. I think it's the logical blocking for television purposes because Raja hasn't been blocked yet. So she's the only one that doesn't know the quote unquote secret. They're going to want that on television of her finding out that there's no secret. I think it is a little strategic though. Cause at least you're, if, if it's the logical one, you know, then at least there's no backlash. So yeah. they, well, yeah. she can't be mad at me for yeah. blocking her. She's the only one who hadn't had it. And she's it wanting it. And she's wanting it. Um, yeah. Literally asking for it. So yeah. <laughs> and Congrats, you're going to get that TV moment of there was no secret. Yeah. And I think it's kind of what we've kind of built up to, especially with last week's episode. It would kind of leave you with blue balls. Mm-hmm. If Although it might didn't. be fun to see her lose her mind and go a little crazy over not getting it. Right. Um, but that's all for next week. Yeah. And that's the pod, everybody. Thanks for listening to Laughing and Fawning. Why am I so bad at the outro? Oh, my God. Bye. Bye, everybody. Go buy our merch. Yeah. for listening to flapping and fawning music by elliot nass promotional art by danny lee hosts our flapjack oh hey that's me and i'm fawn you can follow me on instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn and you can follow me over at instagram as well and pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen f-l-a-p-j-a-c-q-u-e-l-i-n-e connect with us on social media on instagram at flapping and fawning pod and on twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta ta. <laughs>